Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lyft Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. We're, we're ready. We're on AirPods. I know. I got into a uh, little fender bender. A little fender bender actually going on in the uh, Long Island row ads. Is all, is all well at the uh, Petroselli, uh, the, the health check? I'm fine, but like... Um, it's a long story, but basically I made contact with the car, but I was doing like 10 or 15 miles an hour, like a really super slow speed, but leave it to me to like hit the right point on my car to have every airbag go off. <laughs> it was like the weirdest <laughs> thing. Like, oh, that sucks. If I, I'll send you a picture while we're, while we're talking, but like, um, yeah, just like, I guess it, if the car, the airbags would go off at the minimum speed is, uh. I guess 15, I was told or something like that. But yeah, just it hit the uh, the perfect point of uh, contact. And remember when I was telling you I was driving on the roads and like a piece of asphalt came up and hit my car? Yeah. So, you know, I had the car fixed at a auto body. And then they said they aligned the car. Um, but then like it came out of alignment or whatever. Plus, you know, just dealing with potholes. So that day I went to go get my, my front right was... Uh, Losing air, you oh, know. What a so, um, just looking at I a picture go, of it. Yes, yeah, so I went to go get the tire fixed up, and the tire needed to be replaced. So that's when I was driving back, and it happened. And you know, of course, but it's not a, like the damage is not bad, right? Not terrible. No, no. But yeah, every, t- freaking, but every airbag went off. I well, and I know this from from unibody cars. Like it doesn't look bad. Like there's some damage to the front right, like the bumper, the the hood. The, the right fender but if that even nicked the frame it's a done deal oh really i mean i hope it did well my, i mean my lexus was much worse but it didn't look i didn't think it looked bad enough to total it but it they ended up that car was going to be i forgot what i paid for it i think i paid 28 for it and it nice. they they stopped the um you know like the parts like the damage costs like uh the assessment right of what it needed they stopped it at 38,000 and it's oh they still needed like more to go and it was like you just never know what it touched i mean like that's going to need a new radiator support new radiator you know just the airbags alone i heard are like crazy oh yeah i bet i bet if all of them went off like your front your sides it's like 10 grand I bet that's probably, 10 right? grand yeah uh-huh so yeah so wouldn't you probably going to total it um but and I, you know, like some people like are so excited. Like when, when I was talking to them, they're like, oh yeah, you get like a new car. It's like, yeah, that's kind of cool, I guess. But like, I don't want to be forced to get a new car, you know? Like, I, hate no, that. You, I, I know exactly what you mean. When I bought this, this car after my Lexus got totaled, like it, I had just got that car. So I still love the Lexus. I didn't want to get rid of it. But then like, I'm like now, now I have to get something and it happened yeah. to be the worst time of the economy too. You're you're in a better spot, but it's like you you want to choose when you get your new car. You don't want to have to be forced like that. That sucks. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, the rates are freaking super high. Well, whatever. And then like 
I have a friend who, who, who owns a bunch of dealerships and, you know, I'll probably end up like just calling, calling him up or something like that. But I hate asking favor. Like I freaking hate, but I don't want to pay. I don't yeah. want to take my hands. I don't know. But yeah, I got a, uh, I want my uh, insurance gives me a rental car and um, I got a Tesla as a rental, which I think it was a mistake on Hertz's part because I went there and I was like, Oh, like, you know, what, what do you guys available? And I'm like, okay, well, we can give you like kind of quality and, you know, your, your insurance will cover 80% and you're, you're responsible for the 20%. So, um, they're, they gave me the book. I'm like, Oh, like, can I get a, a Tesla model three thinking that like, they'd be like, you know, yeah. Okay. Buddy. And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, great. So I got a, uh, okay. a Tesla model three. Yeah, exactly. And, um, dude, it's freaking awesome. I think I'm going to get one. It's, it's, you know, it, it's a really cool car. I don't want to, you know, get too into it, into the weeds with it. But, um, as long as you think about driving it, like, as long as you look at it, like a golf cart, then you'll love driving it. But like, it, it just doesn't drive like a car because of the degenerative braking, you know, for the recharge. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's smooth. It's obviously quiet. Um, ergonomic, you know, it's, it's a really cool car. I've, I've, I've never driven one. I've been in one. Um, I think they're pretty sweet. One. I, I think they're super innovative. You would get one. They yeah, drive I like them. Freaking amazing. I like them. And I like I like the fact that um, you know, that kind of sparked like there's some sick electric vehicles out right now, like uh Rivian and Polestar. Like they make some sick cars. And even like I didn't think that people were gonna like the Ford Mach E or the Mustang Mach E or whatever. But yeah. um, you know, now that like I'm they're cool. gonna have to get get something new. You know, I was reading all watching YouTube videos of comparisons and stuff. And um, they put the the Maki, the Ford Maki, against the Model Three, and you know, for the most part, everybody was kind of picking the uh, the Ford, which is was shocking to me. But like, you know, Ford fix on road daily. People, um, I don't know how they're going to last. People have, but like all these manufacturers have had to step up their game. You know, you can't oh, have totally. a, you can't have an unreliable car anymore. Like like Fords, you know, even and like to, I. The Ford versus Chevy versus Dodge when it comes to like trucks debate is so such a freaking lame redneck argument. Like, oh, you got a fucking Chevy, bro, like Ford all day or like Dodge Ram, bro, Ram tough. Or, shut up. Shut up. Your yeah, stupid exactly. Especially trucks. here on like Long Island. But, um, Nobody's going like it's so funny too. like even like when you go into a parking lot or wherever, you know, around Long Island and like you have to go a little bit like over a curb. People won't like a little four inch curb. People will, like drive around. It's like you have a truck. Use it. Hop that shit. Yeah, you have, you use it. But yeah, like you know, you can't like nowadays, like in 2022, coming up on 2023, you can't have a, you can't make a shitty car. Like you can't. Like none of these cars are going to be unreliable and shitty. And um, for sure, I told myself after the, this car when I got it, I was like, this will be my last gas car. Yeah. And I, I know the the whole like, uh, you know, gas versus electric debate. Not to get on into it on this podcast, but like, I understand the heatedness of that argument but at the same time dude gas or uh, electric cars modern electric cars are sick they're dude. awesome they're awesome it's, and it's for you, sure the future if you drove there's, it there's no way it's not the car. future if you drove it oh, you'd, you'd, no doubt you'd switch and like two no seconds. doubt i actually i looked at getting one they were just a little bit out of the price i wanted to spend when i was buying this car yeah i, I was thinking about buying a used one um so that's kind of like where i'm at like i don't know so, uh, so I have a deposit on the Cybertruck. Um, 
but who knows when that's going to come out and they're talking about doing like a price increase on it. So it might yeah. be too much than what I can afford. So, you know, I can, I could do the model three, but the model S is really nice too, which is like 150 grand, which I'm not going to spend yeah. that kind of money. So, but I can get a used model S. So it's like, so I'm trying to figure out and like, I've been watching videos and, and reading some stuff. It's like, do I get, you know, like a two or three year old model S or a new model three? It, it's tough. Yeah. Cause I, I like the model S more than the model three. Like, I think that's a, yeah. I think it's like it's a, a sturdier car. It's a bigger car. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, full size or full size um, sedan. Uh, you yeah. get that a couple years old. Like I was looking at him when, when I was looking briefly. Um, and this is in the height. Uh, I don't know what they are right now. Like, but when I bought my, my Acura TLX, um, uh, a spec it, I, I bought it in the height of inflated car prices. So maybe they're down now, but like, I think I was looking at, you know, three year old model S's, not P 90s, <laughs> but just, you know, model S's. I think there were 60. Um, they were like in the sixties, yeah. fifties, 55 and 60. Yeah, it depends a lot on mileage and like self driving for sure. And then some of them. Oh yeah, yeah. All the additive packages for sure changes it. Yeah, like there's something else too. Like some of the Model S's came with free charging, and some of them you can get yep. grandfathered in or something like that. So it's weird. I think they're getting away with the that free like, charging for life. Soon, yeah, yeah. If you like register the car, then you gotta like keep the car registered or not. You can't put it in your name because then it like it resets it. So then you'll you don't get. I don't know. It's like some weird shit. But um, that is an yeah, interesting now, thing. Not not that this turned into like a automotive podcast, but like you know that kind of stuff, like the add-ons and subscription packages. Cars are going to get even worse with that. And I know like a couple of car manufacturers got some heat of like you know the the key fob remote and like yeah. having subscription packages tied to that, like remote start and things like that, where you're paying a monthly subscription to enable what's already on the car. Like that's only that's only getting worse. I say worse. Yeah, that's only going to get more prevalent, I guess. Yeah, and. You know, especially like this, like, you know, the Hummer EV that's coming out and they're wanting like over a hundred grand for it. So like Elon's probably like, all right, well, I'm at 40, so I can definitely like go up to another 20 grand on people because they're, they're not going to spend a hundred sure. grand on a fucking Hummer. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And these, all these electric cars, dude, like, uh, you know, top of the line, uh, P90 um, Type S, uh, I mean, they're over 160, I think now. The Polestar yeah, the is over a hundred base model. Yeah, the oh my god, Plaid model. I mean, you're, you're going to start looking at close to two hundred for these cars here shortly. But they're oh, insane 100%. cars. I mean, they're they're almost they're borderline supercars. In in the, I mean, they're like you know the, the Plaid is like the equivalent of like thousand horsepower. It's insane. Yeah, it's a little nutty. It's insane. But um, well, keep us posted on the uh, on uh what you end up. Uh, I mean. Uh, you know your car may not be totaled, but airbags and all that stuff. Yeah, that does it creates that's that's a hefty price tag. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially nowadays too, and you can't get parts. Yeah, supply chain yeah. issues, and um, I, I've been reading. Um, Acuras have been like really bad at supply chain stuff. Like I belong to a couple like Acura groups, and guys that get into car accidents. The car's not totaled, but it just sits in the body shop for six months because there's no parts. Like oh, oh really? Fucking just without a car that you that you're you know some people were paying for. Luckily, I you know I was able to buy this car outright. But can you imagine having like a note on a car that's just sitting in a body shop? Be crazy. Appreciate yeah. yeah. Can we no, can yeah. we talk about flying? Sure. 
<laughs> I want to talk about some flying. I actually have like it's not going to fit on this podcast. Um, I want to talk about two things. Um, but the other thing that I want to talk about next week or the week after is I've had, have you ever had an urge to like want to build, it sounds like kind of nutty to like restore or build an airplane. Yeah. So like, I want to do that, but like, I know that like I started, you know, you and I might be funny on, on the same boat. We're actually pretty serious people or think things through. And I started researching it and then figuring out timelines and like to build. So like my, one of my dream planes is I would love to do a Pitts S111B. Like that's just, to me, oh, that's yeah. just bucket list airplane, but I'm not an engineer and I don't have any experience building stuff. So like, even if I took that, that journey on and did it, I don't think I would have enough confidence in the airplane just because, you know, I'm not, that's not my, my bread and butter. Um, yeah. So, but I definitely want to build something. Um, so I think I'm going to do a 50% scale Pitts S111B as like a winter two year project kind of thing, but like, oh, sweet. Do it like, so they, there's a model company that does it, that gives you plans and stuff like that, which makes it like a remote control model. But I'm thinking about getting the actual plans and just, ha- and just half scaling them and doing like a working real deal. Pitts S111B, but 50% scale. That would be really cool. Right. And then donating it to like, I was thinking about, um, cause that's another thing we have to talk about is the Pitts flying museum out in Arizona and how epic I want to visit is. it so bad. I need to I like my next time in Phoenix, I'm going to go visit. Please. Um, in fact, like I would even do an overnight there or something like that. If you wanted to, to set that up, but, um, Dude, yeah, that like would be donating, fun. donating something like that to like a museum or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. So like, I don't know what, what, cause I do like flying remote control too. So it's like, that's kind of like the path that I'm going on. If I do like the, the actual scale down version, you know, like working, like push rods, like, like if there was like an Oompa Loompa that was able to fly it, um, that'd be probably every bit of four years, I bet, um, building that thing. But, um, Oh, to, to, a, to actual scale. Yeah. That's, I'm thinking about like that, going like all like total ham and like all out. That would be really cool. You know, anybody's um, done that. I'm sure there's, there's gotta be people, right. That there's gotta be at least one lunatic out there. How fun would it be to do a composite, like an extra, you know, where you're doing like, you're doing scale composite. Yeah. And like, yeah. Aluminum and steel tube fuselage, you know, and, you know, and I give a lot of people credit that like (laughs) build their own airplanes and fly them. Like, you know, that's just another level of like, I guess, uh, knowledge to me. Cause you know, it's, it's serious shit, you know, putting together an aerobatic plane and putting yourself in the seat and, 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 and flying acro in it. Especially acro. Like it's one thing to build an RV seven. Yeah. It's another thing to, <laughs> to build a freaking dial or a one design or a pits. And then you're just like, I'm going to ring this thing out hard. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like Matt Chapman's laser. That thing is like still together yeah. and people are still flying. it. <laughs> yeah. That's that to me. I think about that a lot. That's such a testament to how robust these airplanes are. And then like, obviously, you know, seeing Clayton's pits at nationals, you know, uh, whatever let go first, uh, but having the, uh, the aft spars go and get that, that wing flutter. You're like, Holy shit, man. 
And yeah. I think he built those wings himself, but I know they're wolf wings. Um, I don't know whether he built them himself or not, but man, it's just like, you know how the sausage gets made, you know, what work went into it. And I'm not saying that, that, um, you know, that's certainly not the first time that's happened. And I'm not saying that the, the workmanship is the cause of it. Not, not at all. It's just more like when you build something, you kind of know where the weaknesses are. Like, like, can you imagine uh Walter extra, you know, he must know all the, you know, Eric and Marcus, like they, they all know, like <laughs> where, where they're like, maybe they cheaped out here. They could have got, they could have done more robust things here, but it met the the structural minimum or, or whatever in this certain area. And they're just like, eh, like, yeah. you know, I hope, <laughs> I hope you don't get a crack here. They have, there has to be something like that. Cause okay. in home builds, it's like, you got, I mean, you're working with wood and glue and nails. Like that's what, that's how you put fucking picture frames together. And you're going to put a wing yeah. together and go fly it. Like, Plus six, minus six. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, it's nutty. I think that was the thing with Clayton is, um, I don't think that was something that happened recently. I, you know, I think it's why it's so important to have somebody, you know, really inspect the airplane and, and have thorough annuals and, you know, not having the same person look at, look at the same airplane. You know, what I like yeah. to do too with my airplane is anytime there's, you know, a chance for somebody that, that hasn't seen it a while, that's a mechanic. I kind of like to be like, Hey, can you like, just spend 10 minutes just look just look this thing over let me know if you find anything there's like i just don't get the mentality of some people that like when an annual comes along or something and they're like oh i hope i hope nothing gets found like if you're hoping like that's not to me that's not a good road to be on like yeah i mean nobody wants to have something wrong with their airplane but like you want to try to find something especially in aerobatic no. planes like when you're beating them up like you can't expect there not to be a little bit of like wear and tear on this thing Absolutely. No, I I hope I always go into an annual hoping it's not expensive, but I hope they find anything that's wrong, which is, yeah. you know, obviously a juxtaposition because the more shit they find, the more expensive it's going to be. But like you, I, I will take price over uh, ignoring safety. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, just put this off, you know, and, and we've all had maybe maybe we haven't, but a lot of people I think have had annuals where it's like, hey, you know, this thing right here, let's watch it. I'm not saying you got to do it this annual, but uh, eh. and you're just like, okay, let's just do it. Yeah, uh, if you think it has to get changed, change it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, and then uh, I think back to looking at some of those airplanes at Nationals. This was contests are. I, I did this at at Tracy too, but like you know, contests or get or get-togethers where you have you know a lot of airplanes. It is always fun to kind of walk around an airplane and just just look at it, you know. Yeah, and. It is amazing how some airplanes are put together and still manage to fly safely. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be cool, dude. I, 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 you know, yeah, right. it's funny. You think about winter projects in California. It's like, there's, you don't need to be hunkered down for months on end in California, so but <laughs> um, it, it definitely that like that kind of stuff does sound really fun, you know, like a winter project of you know, like yeah, building something in the garage or building something in the it's hangar. Tough to fly. Like today is. Let me look at my thermometer here. Um, they must the whole state must have shut down Wi-Fi because it's freezing. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it was forty-two degrees plus. I looked. Um, oh, so it's like yeah, I'm not thinking freaking fly right now. Forty-two degrees. Nuts. That's, that's what are you pretty nuts? Cold. What are you um, nuts? But yeah, 
but yeah, um, Canadian aerobatics. Um, cheese. Let's talk about it. Cheese, Canadian aerobatics. I am like, if nobody is worried about the Canadian aerobatic team, then you're on drugs. Because and isn't it also like, isn't it fun to like? You we talk about the French when it comes to whack and and Russians and you know some of these prominent teams, right? But I think for lack of a better word, I feel like the Canadian team, not physically, but like the idea of the Canadian national team is the sexiest of all nations teams as a whole. Like it's cool. Like they're, they're bringing the heat. They're freaking awesome people. They're super nice. They, uh, they freaking fly and they're doing everything they need to do necessary right now to put, put themselves in a position to be really, really competitive when it comes to AWAC. Oh, a hundred percent. But yeah, so we, we spoke about the team a little bit, but the big news is um, they have selected a coach. <laughs> and yeah, we heard, I mean, we can list the names of who they were considering, right? I don't know. All right. Yeah. Maybe we should. That's, that's a good really question. Back. Um, should we how, maybe we can me- let's message them <laughs> there. I'll message them real quick and see if we <laughs> see what we can talk about. But um, but yeah, it's public that right is public their their coach. Unless I read that wrong, that wasn't. A I don't know. Message, I, right? I don't. I don't know what's right and and what's wrong anymore. I don't. I don't know yeah. what's real and what's what's make believe. I don't remember <laughs> no, if it was whatever. public or not because we talked so much about it. Yeah. Well, I, I, who cares? Uh, so Aaron McCartan is the new coach of the Canadian aerobatic team. He's been coaching uh, Luke and Jesse Mack a little bit. Um, and I believe that uh, Ryan Chapman went to a training camp uh, with Luke while Aaron was training. And it's going to be really interesting to see because the coach has a, has a decent amount to do with, you know, how the team performs at the uh, WAC, you know, because it's not like nationals where like, where, when they're, because you have a free known and then there's three free unknowns and the three free unknowns for the countries, unless you're like Belarus or some Czech country, that's got like one, one <clears throat> pilot, every country flies their own unknown. Like the Americans and that you don't go there and fly to French's unknown. Like you fly right. your own sequence, you know? Right. So Aaron's going to have a lot to do with that and selecting the unknown and sequence design and sequence selection to me it can win or lose a contest you know so this coaching thing you know selecting somebody you know it's it's a super important decision and the canadians have you know super highly intelligent people on it obviously so they made their decision and they chose aaron and um you know it's just it's exciting time with coaching you know we got jim burke who is coaching the advanced team. That was kind of a, um, a, sh- a little bit of a shocking thing. Cause, um, Rob was the coach previously and, and everybody kind of just, um, not assumed, but, um, it, it seemed like it, it was already kind of like, you know, in the cards, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's you like, kind a, of assume a, he would just do it again. Yeah. Um, cause I thought he did a, a, a um, a great job. Uh, but yeah, they selected Jim and it's not a bad choice at all. Um, so like 
it's it's going to be super interesting how it goes how how the teams do throughout the year like you know you have the canadians and aaron and um you know the ic president and the advanced team so how many camps are they going to do you know be what i'm getting right. at is it's going to be fun to to see how much training the canadians are doing and type of training you know versus the americans yeah it'd be like team dynamic right um yeah especially for those that have been on a u.s team have got to be yeah. watching this with kind of uh curious eyes like how cohesive is the team going to be? How many camps are they going to do? How much are they going to get together as a team? Um, right. Cause they have, they have very similar logistic issues um, that we do in the United States is like, you have kind of Western and Eastern Canada and you, I yeah. think uh, I got to look at it geographically, but we have, I think the team is almost split or at least there is enough on both sides to where getting together um, on one side or another presents a real problem. In fact, uh, harder logistics in the United States because if they were going to fly one way or another, uh, going east or going west to meet the other side, um, you're talking about super arduous terrain. I mean, like like no man's land. Like you're dead if you if you got to put an airplane down, you're not coming back. Right, you're going to be stuck out there. No, I agree with that. Um, so you know maybe they go down right, which I think a few of them have been. Um. So it, I, that's going to be really interesting to see. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm really excited. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll see the result. It's less than a year away. Um, and, you know, who's going to come over? I mean, obviously, the other thing, too, is like what sucks with this Ukraine war is like the Russians probably aren't going to come over. And um, it's... Uh, you know, you and I are probably going to go out there and hang out and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's the Americans, the Canadians and the French. And I yeah. wonder if the Romanians, cause the Romanian flying club has a, has a decent sized team. You know, they have a very big club. Um, and that's kind of what makes the contest exciting is, is having, you know, multiple teams competing against each other. The individual is, is very exciting. Too. But to me, I really like the, the team dynamic and, and seeing yeah. how that does. Cause Sometimes it comes out to the third player, you know, and yeah, you know, like Canada's got a, a. I was just about to say, like you know, Canada's got X, Y, Z, but like they have, you know, and this is not in in rank order, but um, they have Luke, they have Ryan, they have uh, uh, Neil, Neil Harris, Neil Harris Jersey Strikers, yeah, Christian and Jersey are unlimited pilots, Christian and Jersey, so that's five without me even like trying at this point. And I think they just announced there's another person that previously flown AWAC. So, but they have five. And to me, you know, four is, is okay. But like they have five people that can finish, you know, top three team. And yeah. you need that in case like somebody zeros, you know, you need that person right behind you to, to pick up the slack. So, um, you know, with America, um, yeah, you, you you need that. I don't know. You, you know, you got so many people on the team that are incredible, but some, you know, some people are switching airplanes and all the people have, you know, there's a lot super, of airplanes, super high right power, high power careers. And like, I don't know how, how that's going to work. Um, you know, with that, I'd love to talk to them about that. And I'm excited, Damn. you know, just in one particular person like Marco, it seems like he's going to Sukhoi route, which is smart. Um, yeah, and so I'm glad you brought this up. So there's a couple. One one thing I have to interject is that I I messaged Luke 
because I was going to ask him a question about what we couldn't, what we could talk about, what we couldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's too late because we we already just we already, <laughs> we already freaking went there in full send. But he says he loves you. <laughs> so shout out to Luke. Um, he's like, no episode today. I was like, we're literally recording this as we speak. So I love <laughs> this, but love you, Lukey. Um, but he switched airplanes, right? Um, there's there's a rumor that maybe another Canadian team member potentially switching airplanes. Marco has been really quiet on social media. Yeah, really, no, really quiet. And Patrick Davidson packed up, no pun intended, his Sukhoi <laughs> in a trailer and it's heading to the U.S. Is it coming to the U.S.? Yes. I did not know that. Where's that thing going? Where's that thing going? And Marco's really quiet. I mean, really quiet. Where are you at, Marco? You post shit all the time. You're being really quiet. You're not even liking stuff on Facebook right now. Where are you at, dude? Yeah, why are you, why are you hiding, bro? The dick. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think. <laughs> I think um, he's he may not be the only um, you know U.S. team member that's swapping airplanes around, but a lot of airplanes swapping right now. Luke get a, got a three thirty SC, beautiful, beautiful three yeah. thirty SC. You know, people are, are really kind of they're they're shaping and molding themselves to do it uh, the best way they can, and I, I freaking love it, man. Like, there's a ton of people that are putting, you know, you saw it in nationals, people putting blood, sweat, and tears, uh, literally, you know, into this, and then like once you make it, it's like. Okay, I gotta keep I gotta keep that going. Like there you can't you can't just rest and be like, I'm gonna take a breath. I made it. Let's uh relax and regroup. It's like that now the hard work starts and you're really seeing the winter buildup of people putting things in place um to right. get ready for next year, which is super uh super fun. The next thing I want to mention or ask you, because I'm curious, and maybe we need to finally, you know, uh put put our uh, differences aside and reach out to um other Mache, Mache number two, um, or Adrian, and what what are the, what what are the Brits doing? Yes, are the Brits fielding a team and bringing a team because we we thought we heard that right they were going to bring the Gen Pro. We've been hearing that for years, but are they fielding a team? Do they have a team? I would imagine they do, and are they coming? Hmm, interesting. Because that adds a whole other element. You know, Mache is no slouch, dude. That guy can fly. You know, I know he's been doing a lot of intermediate, but um, there's no reason why he couldn't. They couldn't field an advanced team, right? Um, I don't know whether he'd be on it or not, but you know, um, we did hear a lot of talk about how the Brits were going to bring a team, and then it kind of kind of fizzled out, and we haven't heard much yeah, about it. I hope it. they do. They've been kind of quiet too Me the too. past four years. Obviously, COVID. Yeah, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting if they should bring a team. I mean, they got plenty of great pilots. Yeah, you know, I mean, what's the big deal? ship your airplane like the u.s has to do for every freaking year yeah what's the big deal just do it yeah. um but yeah i wonder if marco i don't i don't know actually um if he bought pat davidson's uh 31 um i don't either and there's another suko i mean del caller se- uh selling his suko in the states yeah i wonder I mean, why he was selling that so fast i know he just bought that thing too that's a beautiful beautiful suko yeah but um, I think a couple people might be getting Sukhois. That's that's my it's assumption. It's a smart move. I mean, like, how do you for for that price? Like, what is best bang for the buck? You know, unless you can find a, a cheap uh, Edge five forty, but even the Edge five forties, I think, are two hundred plus. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, at this you point. know um, we didn't even talk about this. 
uh, well, I guess we had, you know, we missed last week's recording because I'm 40 and I, I hurt my foot doing nothing because I'm an idiot. And, uh, and then sick. just, it just became, yeah, it just became kind of too difficult. Um, so it's, it's been, we missed, we missed kind of a cycle here, but, um, we didn't even talk about uh, air race world championships basically fizzling out and then people selling their airplanes, but, it, yeah. when, and we don't have to talk about that right now, but it kind of reminds me of the edge five forties that were for sale, right? You had um, Goulian sold his to um, Melanie, right? Um, yeah. And she's selling that now for an absurd, absurd price. Uh, Christian yeah. Baxter, uh, I'm Christian Baxter, Christian Bolton, is uh has been selling his and i think it's still for sale and you you look at like the acquisition cost of those and and i've talked to a few people who they're really trying to figure out how to get an airplane that's unlimited capable and relevant for the cheap right where can i buy a sukhoi where can i get training for a sukhoi there's been a lot of buying and selling sukhois in the united states recently um um john peugeot's who's was in livermore uh it was a two-seat just sold and went to texas uh, you've got Dell Collars, you got Patrick Davidson's coming in. Um, you know, that might be that might have already those might be already tied up, right? Uh, in terms of and granted, a two seat's not gonna be real competitive in, in the limited, but um, then you look at the edge 540 and it's like, okay, I can buy this airplane for 150, but it's gonna take another 50 to 100 to convert it back to what I want. And then you're yeah. looking at like, okay, it's tired also. So I don't, that's, that's kind of tough unless you find one turnkey, you know, um, it's kind of a tough. Oh, totally. Kind of a tall order. I think so. Edge. Um, but yeah, then you get a Sukhoi. I mean, a, a nice 30, like a pristine dirty one, you're going to pay like 190, 200. Like, yeah. But like, you know, you can get a working Sukhoi 31, I think for like a buck 75, a buck 70. I clapped out one that's for so like cheap. 160. And then, like a Souk twenty six, I feel like you can get like a stock twenty six M. I think you can get probably like a really nice Souk twenty six M. You could probably get like one thirty five, one forty, and then a clapped yeah. out twenty six, like one twenty. And you know what? In in thinking of this as as maybe a, you know, I, at at the unlimited level, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You fly unlimited, I don't. Um, and you've been on a team, I I haven't and won't. Um. At that level, yes, you're passionate. Everybody's passionate. You can't get there without a level of passion. But you're you almost got to think of it kind of transactional and 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 business, right? Like so, what's I mean? I think it's absolutely smart for some of these uh, guys and girls to buy a clapped out airplane, the cheapest you can, bucket of bolts that'll pass tech and allow you to be competitive. Buy that, ring it out, and sell it when you're yeah. done with it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And that yeah. could absolutely be what some people do, you know. Um, I think it'd be a smart move. That's the best bank yeah. of the buck airplane, hands down, dude. Hands down. I just, yeah, and it's and structurally, you know, it's a super safe airplane. Like that's the whole thing too. Is like you could buy something that's been like modded and this and that, but like you don't want to be in the hot seat if something goes wrong. I mean, like a stock twenty six oh. with the stock, you know, bending you have a three sixty or you know M fourteen. Uh, pee on it um it's is a shit ton of horsepower and a super reliable motor um yep you know when you, you can start get going a spare like that, there's spare motors you know in crates yeah. uh for the cheap 
you know, most of these even come with a spare. I think most people that buy a Sukhoi buy a spare engine with it, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. <laughs> or at least like they're, they're easy. To, they're really easy to come by and they're, and they're, um, they're out there, Oh man. It's like, I mean, so, you know, it's a tractor engine and Sukhoi's are tractors, you know, whereas, you know, the edge 540. Yeah. The Sukhoi's had a little bit of issues with, you know, uh, spar wing issues, but those were rectified. Yeah. Well, that was just, uh, that was with 31 and that was yeah. with, that we talked about that a while ago, but yeah, the twenty six, the twenty six was made for twenty six doesn't I mean, have any of those. Yeah, it doesn't have no. any of those issues. But if you're just sticking with the rusty and don't want to really do too much four minute free stuff, um, you know that that plane was made made for a rusty. I mean, even Nick Timothy, yeah. like he never went to the thirty one because the thirty one I made a little bit more for the freestyle uh, flying. But to me, like if I was ever, I I've said it like if I was in that price range and, and, you know, yada, 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 um, the 26 is the answer. The 30, the 330 SC was really more so because of training, you know, it's obviously an incredible airplane. It's better than Sukhoi, but it's also interchangeable where like you can jump in another 330 SC and, you know, within a couple hours, you're, you're almost there, yeah. you know, as far as flying it. Yeah. Um, but the 26 is just, I just don't know. How, I mean, for me, I I love to it. hear an argument, you know, against it. You know, if you have 150 grand and you want to fly unlimited, um, yeah, that's what, it. What what can you put up against a Suit 26? Let me ask you this: um, This is an airplane we don't talk much about on the podcast, um, and they're not plentiful anymore. I mean, I really feel like their heyday was oh, t- ten no, close to 20 years now. Probably 15, 20 years ago now is the Yak 55. Um, yeah, I mean, that was an airplane made, made to stay in the box, made for unlimited competition. I don't know how relevant it would be now in unlimited, but very, very cheap acquisition costs when you can find them. I mean, le- probably yeah. less than a hundred grand. I would imagine I mean, maybe a hundred. You'd have to seriously mod it to, to get through a, uh, unlimited sequence, but, um, advanced, I mean, the airplanes would be great. I wonder why yeah. you don't see more of those. We haven't seen a 55 and, um, you know, I think um, a lot of people like shit talk the souk and the yak because of the motor and the motor, there's yeah. no issue with the motor. Um, and everybody's like, Oh, you gotta be a mechanic to be able to work. It's like, no, you can just have a mechanic that, that knows how to work. It's a typical airplane cost. It's, uh, it's a little yeah. bit, you gotta find somebody that knows what, how to work on vending. Yes. But like, if you get a stock one with stock compression, like the thing should last. I mean, they were put on a standard ran for 20,000 hours straight. Um, they're not they're not complex engines either they're they're pretty simple radial you know they're yeah uh, when it comes down to it it's not a real difficult engine and what i will say I, i'll counter anybody's argument when they say they're hard to to work on or or uh, maybe the support's not there is like there's a ton with them being experimental um a huge support network you know you have red star pilots association you have all these organizations um the god there's another one um yak52.com I think is one of them or cj6.com that they stock a bunch of, uh, you know, new old stock parts. They've remanufactured parts. I, I think this, the serve or the, uh, the support network for the Beninevs and the, uh, M 14 P's are actually pretty robust when it comes down to it. And especially the mods now, like doing the auto plugs, uh, auto plug conversions and some of that stuff, man, you're really, I think they're pretty darn reliable. Not to say that they're more reliable than a Lycoming, but, um, certainly when something goes haywire, like I think they're, I, I would wager that they're cheaper to, 
to support than a Lycoming. I mean, you you crack the case on a on a on a IO five eighty, you're fucked. Oh god. You know, you're you're fucked. Whereas yeah, at least with the radials, you can lose a cylinder and and still put home, and that's happened to me. And it's, it's yeah. you could make it. You know, plane will take you back to where you need to go, pretty much. I mean, look at the the thirty one that hit the freaking telephone pole, and then flew. Yeah. Did, did go did it go around, and then landed. Go around. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't be so. You can't. Nobody can tell me that Svetlana or Mamistov or hell even Nikolai. I bet they have competed down a cylinder i i bet you they have flown a contest <laughs> one like cylinder less than absolutely uh, there's no come uh, on there's no way yeah that's uh, like i mean there is there is a way um, they maybe maybe they haven't but i'm, and sure I'm not accusing them of some shady shit has happened i guarantee it yeah i mean and those engines can take that kind of stuff you know i mean they uh, used to fly I, the the yak what was it the yak 50s and they would take it up to altitude and then pull on it. And if they didn't hear anything, they knew like the spar was good. But if they heard creaking, it would be like, okay, like this, this plane's shot. Pull another one out oh. of the trailer and, and bury this one. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, the Russian God. mentality of airplanes is unlike any other country. And it is incredible. I mean, like, you know, the idea, like people still drive around Russia and they're just like old Soviet aircraft, just you know, just abandoned, right? Like they were, they were never made to not be abandoned. They were never not made to take off on pavement. They were just, they were just, they were farm equipment with wings. All of them, (laughs) even the jets fucking farm equipment with wings. Amazing. Me too. Me too. I'm, I'm really excited. You know, we're kind of drawn down. You, You kind of feel it. Right. And I'm actually curious if you feel the same way, obviously you're going through it yourself, but like the winter drawdown, People are, ah, totally. are are kind of kind of you know hibernating, right? But things are getting a little more quiet. We're drawing down the contest season. Tequila Cup's going on right now, which is um, I think the last contest of the season, um, certainly in in the Southwest region. But um, you know, I th- I think it's getting a little quiet. People are just just calming down. They're breathing, taking the 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 rest of the season off, and I think we're going to really start um, at the first of the year start to see people wake up and you're going to start seeing a lot of changes because I think they're all in work now. And then obviously it's going to come out and, and it's going to start ramping up. The pace is going to start increasing and we're going to, we're in for a hell of a 2023 season. Oh, totally. For aerobatics. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. And it's interesting. You're going to see people that like, who's going to burn out, who's going to keep it going, who's pacing themselves, yeah. you know, cause like you got it. There's an art. I think there's a, uh, I could be wrong, but I think there's a, a structure to, to how you train leading up to a contest that's you know eight months away or whatever it is right now um so like if you come out of you know whatever the the, the winter and you're you do start doing like three flights a day seven days a week or whatever the heck, like i think you might burn out you know there's quality of quantity um in a lot of these things so like it'll be interesting to see um you know what happens and i think that the the weather and the climate in Canada is going to play play into their hand, um, because everybody thinks you got to, you know, just put put gas through the tank. And it's like, well, if you're on an advanced team already, you know, you pretty much have your figures. If you're top four, I guess um, you pretty much have your figures, you know, pretty down, and you got to refine them. So you don't want to just start flying figures over and over again that uh, that are already almost perfected. 
um, you know, you want to be really working on more so box positioning and sequence design and, you know, throwing in combinations of figures that like, you know, anybody could do say like a snap roll down, but like, what about like a snap roll after a P loop or like something where like you're super slow and like, say you got like a massive headwind now, like working on that type of stuff where like, it's a little bit more like uh, playing into the weather that that could come by you instead of the actual foundation of the figure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's going to be a mental game and I think, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so pumped for, for Canada. I mean, maybe this will light the, light the bug for them to, to go overseas and, and fly in the worlds as well. Um, but, um, you know, it just shows you like how advanced is really, um, you know, making a change. I mean, Canada certainly has talent to, to send over some unlimited competitors, even field a, a smaller team and unlimited, but they're not because yeah. I think they realize, you know, what it takes to win. And, you know, they maybe they just don't want to go there and finish fourth or third. So, like, you know, they're and they wouldn't be the smallest team. That's the crazy thing. They wouldn't be the right. smallest team at Worlds. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so, like, I think they're looking at advance and they're going, like, okay, we got, you know, so and so pilots, you know, person A, B, C, D, whatever. And we have a legit shot at winning, you know, as a team. And, you know, I think that's why we're seeing a team from Canada at this point. Yeah. You know, I don't think it has too much to do. I think that if the Worlds was going to be in, um, say, Europe, I think that they still would have fielded a team this year because I think that that I think it just so happened that Gene Nevada is uh, working into their favor with the timing. But yeah, you know, I think I think if somebody like Luke is buying an SC and investing that much into an airplane, I think that you know, he would have certainly, you know, went overseas to compete. This is a long-term investment for him. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do that just because, uh, Gene Nevada is convenient. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it just happens to be that this is a good spark, but I think, um, I mean, you know, anything can happen and it's like, nothing's forever, but I don't think you make that move. I don't think you made that move buying an SC. I don't think anybody makes that move buying an airplane like that, unless it's like, you don't necessarily have to have a specific goal or or a um a time frame in which you're going to do that goal but it's not a short term it's not a like ah let's see how a 6 months to a year or 2 years works out and then fuck it you know yeah i think you really make a promise to yourself when you do that like i'm 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 going to be doing this this is what i'm doing right. no totally so yeah i'm excited uh, to see like how their training goes i know that they're quality of their pilots are just incredible so like i'm not that's not gonna be shocking to me but no, and aaron's great how they trade yeah yeah no i i agree and i and aaron's great you know aaron mccartan he's really smart man I, i've always i've said this on the podcast since the inception of it that i think his his aerobatic iq is very high i think he really understands um you know the, the real technicalities of of flying um flying yeah. aerobatics and and these figures and and i think you know to i you know i don't know i but i i feel like a good unlimited pilot uh, especially a team member um or former team member is is a great um a great lower category coach right having an unlimited uh team member coach advanced um i think that's i think that's a great perspective yeah and he's very he's very smart and i think he he works really well with them. I think that's going to be a great fit. He's a yeah. known quantity. He's worked with a couple of them already. 
I, I, it's a recipe for success, I guess. Is uh, long story short, I think it's a recipe for uh, success. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the team. You know what? Another they're recipe awesome, for man. Success the Canadians are freaking awesome. I just gotta say that <laughs> Canadians are freaking awesome. I really love those guys, man. I, they're just they're just the nicest guys. You know, yeah. they're just a great group, great group of people. I freaking love them, man. Ryan Chapman and Luke Penner, Jesse Mack. You know, I, I haven't I've talked a little bit to Christian, um, but they're all just they're freaking phenomenal human beings. Yeah. Uh, what I were you going to say? Went up to him, they, um, yeah, I guess we could switch. No, I was going to say uh, Rob Holland becoming a uh, sequence design chair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pain train. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Uh, that was funny yeah. when somebody posted. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brian, uh, Brian Jones Brian did Jones that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Jones posted like congratulations to Rob Allen on becoming a sequence chair and it's like you know in other news here's the intermediate known uh, sequence but it's just like it got like a million snap rolls on it and like yeah know, it was like an unlimited cool. unknown <laughs> oh my god it's like the wrong time to like you know have Rob be like a sequence design chair <laughs> <sighs> it's gonna be like Rough. he's gonna be like Mr. Mr. T in uh in Rocky. Like, what do you expect to happen as sequence design chair? Pain. Pain. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> oh my god. But yep. um yeah, congrats. No, Rob. That's cool. Really yeah. looking forward to this. Like, this is just my luck. Like, I've had bad luck in Unlimited. Like my first contest. You know, I thought I was going to be like the only one there, nice and easy. But there was like, you know, a bunch of people showed up, and then like, um, I'm sure something else happened. But now it's like, oh, and now instead of like just getting some like normal knowns for the year, like, oh, Rob's the sequence chair. Oh, let's see, so Rob throw out some like freaking hardcore shit. Oh, thanks, buddy. Can't wait. Rest in Can't peace. Wait Can't wait to dabble in unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> Rule change three yeah. zero point five five double snaps on vertical up. Great, <laughs> love that. Uh, oh, love tail that. slides to to two outside flicks. Yeah, tail slide. Yeah, I can't even. God. Um. <clears throat> so I have a little game that I want to I want to start doing, and this could be um over the course of a long time because we can do it Ooh. with different things. Okay. It's exciting. Um, but the I the idea and I th- we talked a little bit about this last time and it kind of got me thinking about it a little bit more, but comparing aerobatic airplanes to something, right? And uh, oh, by the way, yeah. I got a lot of feedback about the food talk from a lot. I mean more people more people commented positively about us talking about food <laughs> than they do about airplanes. So that should tell you how full of shit we are when it comes to flying. But yeah, um, exactly. People really liked it. <laughs> so it got me thinking, let's let's compare airplane. Well, maybe we'll do this segment maybe like once a month for a while and just, you know, just have some fun with it. But like um I wrote down uh airplanes and coffee. And Ooh. we can compare, you know, identify a airplane with a type of coffee. And we can oh do it with God, alcohol, with food, with candy, with, you know, I don't, you know, so we can extrapolate this and, and this will be kind of a running thing, but I thought it might be fun. Um, so yes, here's, yes. here's the rules. I'm going to say an airplane and I have my answers and it's not for us to match. There's no points. It's just kind of, this is just for fun. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Although well, it's like in a, the future, we'll we get could, super competitive. <laughs> we could make it like that where it's like somebody makes the answers and then we have to guess the answers, right? That might be kind of fun too. Um, <laughs> but all coffee, all variations of coffee, whether it's Americano, latte, espresso, um, <laughs> pour over, decaf, um, instant, and, uh, you know, flavored, whatever, anything is on. Uh, uh-huh. on the table here okay um yeah. and i wrote some down and if if i don't mention an airplane that we want to talk about we can just continue it off the cuff oh there's right? so many ver- i'm just thinking right now i was thinking like i got this all wrong i was thinking like um countries like oh what would russians be but you want to get like yak sukhoi zlin yes um okay i like it well, i, I, like I didn't even write zlin down we, we should do zlin um but i've got one two Three, four, five, six, seven, eight airplanes. Um, and we can oh, add more gosh. and add on the fly uh, airplanes and their their coffee personality. All right. So you ready? Yeah. Oh, God. This is a lot of pressure, actually. You know, as I was <laughs> as I was doing this and putting the answers down, I was like, am I just throwing shit at the wall? Like, none of this really makes sense. But some of it, I feel like some of it does have like, a personality. They deserve good answers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because once you give away, like um, you know, like uh, one of the answers is going to be cappuccino, but like that's a great drink, and like that deserves a good a home. great drink. Absolutely, absolutely. You know. <laughs> so the first one, one fifty Aerobat. Oh God, one fifty Aerobat right. was a cup of coffee. What would it be? Oh God! All right, one fifty. Do you want to? Okay, let me coffee. ask you before you answer. Before you answer, do you want to write down your answers and then we go over at the end? Or do you want to just line by line, airplane by airplane? I'll, I think I you give your answer. I just got to hit it on mine. the fly because I like. Okay. I have answers for like if you were going to say pits, I already have my answer for that. I was just thinking. And by the way, everybody listening, like this is the first I'm hearing of this, um, so yeah. I don't have any answer. Okay, and this isn't like. About. And this isn't like a again. It's not a right or wrong answer. It's just kind of this is just for fun. This is like, yeah, fucking whatever. So one fifty. Okay, I was gonna when I think of one fifty Arabat. I'm sorry, all you Arabat owners. I, I think of it getting a uh, small decaf with one sugar and a little bit of milk. That's a 150 Arabat to me. I love it. I love it. Right? I'm going to give you my answer. I bet you everybody on a I love that. I was like, yeah, yeah, decaf. I get it. That's a, that's a really good one. You know what I put? <laughs> what? Half-calf latte. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, <it's> decaf. <laughs> So it's just like it's got a, it's a little bit in there, but not not really, you know. And it's it's, it's okay. delightful, but it's not going to blow your hair back, you know. It's like I can exactly. drink it; it's nice, it's warm, you know. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, some milk know, in and there. some of this might sound like mean. I didn't really put anything <laughs> um, mean, um, but like no, it's just kind of like yeah, it's like if you're think if you look at an airplane and you think about an airplane and you thought about the that personality, I mean, the and then you put that into a coffee. One- it's got car belts in it. It's got like airline belts in the one fifty two Arabat. Yeah. You know? It's it's not it's not real crazy. It's not real caffeinated. It's not it's not five shots of espresso. You know, it's a half caffeine. I love like decaf, you know. I bet you that we got some boomers listening to this thing, like especially some of the Midwest people that like you know, that are like, What the hell is a latte? <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> so anyway, so lattes anything European has milk in it pretty much. So like, ex- except for if you get like a single shot of espresso. So, um, anything like latte, cappuccino, um, 
Yeah, I can't think for for a second. But yeah, that's that typically has milk in it, so that's all you got to know at this point. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's half caffeinated, half decaf, um, with frothed milk. Yeah, pretty much. Decent, decent, decent little drink. Um. Okay. Next one, super decathlon. Oh God. Oh God. Um, super decathlon. Okay. The first thing that I think of when somebody walks up to my hangar with the super decathlon, they were coffee. I would say, oh, these are really tough, man. Um, I would say you kind of have to think about it, right? I would have to, I'm going to have to steal a little bit of your thunder. Um, and, and go half calf. Okay. You know, I hate to like be, be basic. Um, half calf coffee. You know, they're not, okay. they're, just, they're just not a, ready for espresso. Just a black yet. coffee. Yeah. 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 So just a, are you writing down my answers by the way? Or should I be writing down mine? I'm not writing down your answers. Um, if you want right. to write them I'll, down, not a bad idea. And then maybe what we'll do next, next month. Uh, we'll have to, what will we, like, will we ask we'll our guests? Ooh, oh, we should, yeah. we should, uh, we should play, play with guests too. And then next month, maybe you do like, maybe we'll do like, uh, airplanes and, uh, alcoholic drinks. And then you do the answers, you do your answers and then you can ask me oh, we'll, like, we'll, we'll flip flop back and forth, but we can do this dude with like, like types of barbecue, you know, just food in general. Uh, I don't know, dude, everything. Uh, yeah, this will be kind of fun. Um, I like the coffee thing. Right, so- there's just so many. There's so many, and we love coffee. You love coffee, yeah. I mean, this oh, is, this is like your two favorite things. I drink, I drink um, too much. I'm gonna go have another cup after this podcast. I already had two. Freaking love it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I I put down uh, for the super decathlon. I put pumpkin spice latte. I put a PSL. I gave it the PSL treatment. You know what? And a little little fruity, little girly. That's that's um, perfect because like you hate to love a pumpkin spice latte, and I think people yeah. hate to love the decathlon. I mean, you have some Absolutely. OG people out there that are like that. I actually happen to really love the, the Super D, but like I do too. You know, some people knock the Super D, but those people like still would get into the Super D and love flying it. Hundred you know I mean? percent. I I love flying the Super Decathlon. I really do. I mean, it's just such a and I you know what? I'll sidebar too. What uh, watching Alon's videos on Instagram of him flying the Super D. Oh, he's so it, sexy. It makes you really, really appreciate the super decathlon and how well he flies. I mean, he's a fucking great pilot, but it's a beautiful airplane. And uh, like I said, some of these might sound a little demeaning. And I, honestly, I, I mean this in earnest. Like I, I did not write anything down, like, like giggling, like, ha ha ha. Like, yeah, fuck this airplane. It was just more like, you know, like, are you going to order a pumpkin spice latte? Not that's no. not going to be your first choice. Are you going to drink it? If handed one absolutely. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. a super decathlon. Uh, Are you going to drink it every day? Never. No. But like, but you bet your ass. Someone hands you one. Out. You know, somebody just walks up to you and they, they're just like, "Hey, man, like, I bought, I bought a uh, pumpkin spice latte. They gave me two. You want one? You're going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I haven't yeah. had one of those in a while. You and probably you're won't enjoy finish it. it. You're not going to finish it. No, like, you you're not going to run. It. You won't finish. You're it. not going to fly a decathlon to the bottom of the tanks and then like you do no. an extra. But you're going to go fly it. You're going to leave a lot you in the tank. Go fly it. You'll enjoy it. You'll put the coffee down when it starts getting lukewarm because it needs to be hot. You know, yeah. as soon as it starts getting a little tepid, you'll toss oh, it. You and I are like just uh, same same page. And is Alon <laughs> not living his best life? Like, who doesn't want to be Alon Aguayo right now? No, I, 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 
he's he's the shit man sometimes i like walk around my house and i'm like next just call me alon for a little bit so i can pretend to love my life i just feel can i feel paradise (laughs) just call it just i'm gonna put pit vipers on and just just try just try to feel something that he feels i just want to feel feel some type of life in me (laughs) yeah um now this next one we could extrapolate this a little bit but i put sukhoi i put the su31 okay i like that you're breaking it down like i wouldn't go like 26 mx 26 m but like yeah like 26 29 31 and actually i would i would actually go specific just with the 31 to go 31 31 m because the injection seat is very different like good point so for instance like 31 m can we go 31 and 31 M? Because I, I, but the answer just hit me. Yes. Yes. Okay, so cool. I, I've got 31. I'm going to, I'm going to think of something for 31 M. So, um, you think 31 and 31 M, and I'm going to think 31 M. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, gosh. I have like four answers. I got to pick the best one now. Ooh, You'll know oh, what I mean. Oh, too. oh, I've got it. I've got it. Oh, my God. Do you want to go first? Let me like give me five seconds if you want to go first. Um, do are we doing 31 or 31 M first? Both. Oh, 31 okay. and then 31 uh, M. Okay. So 31, I put unfiltered dark roast. Oh. Just a, it's a mud. gritty it's mud, mud. Thick, <laughs> thick into your veins, grinds, just shooting like the mud last into sip your is like veins. just like the grinds like slowly like coming into like together. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like cowboy coffee. It's just like, like sand. You're, Grit, just true grit. Yeah, I like it. And what's 31M? 31M, I put a single shot of espresso with a brown sugar cube. <laughs> oh, I love this specific. <laughs> brown sugar cube. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. So because of my love for Sukhois, um and my love of nitro coffee, I'm going to give it my favorite coffee. So at 31... It's going to be a nitro cold brew, cold brew. and yeah, and a thirty-one M is going to be a nitro cold brew with two shots of espresso. Oh, I like that. Right, Damn. like that that kick, like the ejection. That's going to get you. You're going to be fucking tweaking. You're going to be you're shaking be out of the airplane, parachute overhead, drinking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Yeah, I got to think of something good for the SC, but. Um, that's oh, my this next is a one. Great game. Oh, you got SC. Yeah. Oh God. Yep. Extra three thirty SC is the next one. Hold on, I'm writing down. Uh, you answer. want me to give you <laughs> mine while you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right. I wrote uh, a German dark chocolate mocha. Oh God, this is brilliant. You're so smart. It fits. It fits. You were just so smart. Yeah, because Germans are a little fancy, but they're very like. They're they're willing to have fun. I mean, look at the red light district and all the prostitutes. Oh right? yeah, Absolutely. you know who doesn't little little mocha? Maybe that's one of the prostitutes' yeah. names. Mocha, 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 mocha steam, or something yeah. like that. Mocha steam, um, <laughs> mocha steam, <laughs> like Frankenstein. I guess I was. Yeah, I don't want. That's going down a dark. That's going down a really dark. Night. That's a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead, and okay. make a turn here. Yep. Um, so yeah, dark chocolate, uh, der- a German dark chocolate mocha is what I put. Oh, that's a really, really solid choice. Um, okay, I'm liking it. 
it's tough too with these answers because like Italy and Spain who are famous for, for their coffee, coffee drinks, um, that don't manufacture any airplanes. So, yeah. um, like you look at all these things, it's like, Topio, Cortado, uh, you know, uh, Macchiato. Well, you <laughs> know what we can do? The, dude, dude. Let's do unlimited aerobatic teams and coffee next time. Oh, totally. This is going to take at least We have episodes. to do it. Um, yeah, no, the, I, I, we can extrapolate this and make it. We're going to have fun with this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um. Um, so, the, you got you to add the Japanese in there somehow. How do we add the Japanese oh, in there? And then you have like, not only that, but like, oh gosh, yeah. And then, well, I have an answer for a Japanese already. I don't want to give it away, but there's a special way of, there's a couple ways of brewing coffee that are. That's what I mean. To, yeah. So like, yeah, um, that's going to be great. Um, yeah. So I think of Germany and the extra, but there's extra 200. There's. We should go. Extra we could do 200. extras alone. Honestly, we oh, could do God. we could do the fleet of extras in and of itself. Yeah. Um, so extra three thirty SC. Um, yeah. Gosh. Um, if I was going to put a drink against the extra three thirty SC, uh, I mean, my favorite drink I drink every day doesn't fit. Um, but my next favorite is I would go with a. I don't know. I don't think that. I don't see flavor being a German thing because they're very like, you know, by the book, but yeah. I would go traditional macchiato. Like, a, okay. Like a, like a five ounce macchiato. Um, yeah. Is what I would I like what I would do, which is basically it's super fancy. It's like the fanciest. That's like the, one of the fanciest, you know, Starbucks drinks you can order. Right. Or, or just yeah. coffee in general, like a macchiato. So that, that kind of fits, you know? Extras, yeah. you know, um, because re- really, what all that a macchiato is is, is um, I'm just writing down my answer. Macchiato. Um, it almost sounds Japanese, right? Um, it is kind of yeah. It's just an, uh, a shot of espresso and foam is really what it is, and and it gets served in you know it could get served in a three ounce or a four ounce cup, but um, you could definitely put your your pinky in the air when you drink that shit. You know, you Absolutely. could be as pretentious. You could be pretentious as fuck, and that's what extra three thirty SC owners are like. I mean, I don't think absolutely I'm like that, but like you, they're a bunch you of guys are all pretentious assholes. assholes. Absolutely, yeah. Luke Penner is the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, he's definitely he's like, such an asshole. He puts when Luke drinks, you know, espresso from a cup. Um, he puts his pinky in the air, and he also puts his other hand up with his pinky in the air, or puts yeah, it like Doctor Evil. He puts it. He puts it. Is like if you can imagine Luke right now, he's <laughs> drinking his, his espresso in his espresso cup with his pinky in the air. And then he's got Dr. Evil's pinky on the side of his mouth. He's got double <laughs> pinkies going on. <laughs> if anybody knows anything about Luke Penner is that he's a tremendous asshole. Yeah. I mean, oh, just totally. a horrible, horrible person. That guy um, has like, and it started, like, you, you ever see, it started uh, when he got the SC. When he's got, when, uh, what's the guy's name? Oh gosh. He was in, uh, the, uh, he played the eight, the, uh, Atlantic city gangster. Um, in uh, boardwalk oh, Empire. Uh, yeah <laughs> um shit uh oh he's he's uh, great yeah oh fuck um, so anyway the part in billy madison I can't think of his guy, name. like putting lipstick on his lips because he wants to kill billy because billy was a bully to him like that yeah, there's yeah. so many people like that that want to that want to hurt luke benner because he's just such Absolutely. a dick <laughs> just, just writing up 
Steve Buscemi, yeah. Writing writing a who I want to kill <laughs> yeah. names down there. Every SC it owner. Looks, yeah, Luke's just such an asshole. I mean. Yeah. No, I love you, Luke. Um, so all right, let's switch. Double pinking it up. <laughs> switch gears. Speaking of doubles, let's add a wing. We're going to add a wing now. Pitts S2C. Oh, Pitts <clears throat> oh, S2C. And again, we could we could we could uh do special fleet editions of this later on where we do S1, S1T, S1S, S1C, uh S2A, S2B, S2C. There's an S2 um Isn't there an S2H or something like that or E, sorry, there's an S2E. S111, S2S. Like we could do a whole thing on that. But let's we'll go with the I I'm using air quotes here. Latest and greatest um pits because this is the last model to be released and is still made to order pits s2c okay so i have pits s2c so i look at the pits s2c where it's like a refined coffee um okay. you know it's new but it's still got but it's different you know it's a little more exotic it's a little it's not too far outside of like a pits s2b i mean it is a little bit but like it still has roots um yeah. so i'm gonna go and um and i'm kind of doing this because it will play into um the other pits models um but i'm gonna do pits s2c uh flavored coffee with a shot of espresso okay you know like it's not i don't want to give away my other answers but it's different it's fun but and it packs a punch that's funny because i i gave a very similar um, coffee to another airplane that you'll see here in a bit. Ooh. I gave, I, I, I was a little bit. Um, yeah. What'd you do for S2C? I did. I, I, I did instant coffee with two sugars. Instant coffee with It's, it's, oh it's, God. it's very just common. It's I gettable. totally forgot that we can like go like K cup. Instant oh, I went, dude. No, there's no, no uh, restriction. Absolutely, Folgers. Fucking oh, God, absolutely. Yeah, I'm like getting like day way old. too fancy. You could, you could even do day old coffee. Microwave, <laughs> microwave yesterday. Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> microwaved <laughs> instant coffee with you know. Oh my God. Yeah, let's go. Um, stale milk in it. All right, let me give you one that you probably didn't do yet. Um, okay. How many more? How many more of these do you want to do? <laughs> So I have uh, MXS, Panzel, Stodiker. Uh, so I, I put those together. And then the Great Lakes. <laughs> In fact, oh, I'm God. just reading my answer. I'm reading my answer <laughs> for Great Lakes. And I, I, I have to take oh, back. Okay. I, was mean, I was mean to one airplane. <laughs> no, you got to be mean. I guess so to me, Great Lakes is... Oh, that answer is great. You know, um, I'm writing it down and I'm going to read it. Um, great yeah. Lakes... Okay, to me, Great Lakes is day old decaf Kirkland brand Costco reheated in the microwave coffee. <laughs> I love it, dude. Mine's pretty <laughs> close. Mine's pretty fucking close. Oh yeah. I wrote decaf day old served at room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got reheated. You're not even gonna give it the benefit of putting it in a microwave for like thirty seconds. No, no it's room temperature. You're a yeah, horrible room, person. <laughs> fucking room temperature day old. 
and it's decaf. Oh it's just God. the worst of it's the worst of all things coffee. It's it's, it's already a, a day old. No, it's 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 yeah. Yeah. You should have put like, with with day old coffee served not in your cup with lipstick marked. <laughs> <laughs> served in a used plastic igloo cup. Oh my god. I don't even know what to write for MXS. MXS um, and MX2 should be the same because they're honestly they perform very similar. Well, I'll put them together. That's that's fair. Yeah. So because they honestly like Yeah. Yeah. Here, MX2. Um, um, I put I'll, I'll just give you my answer and I'll tell you why. So this is where I had a very similar um answer to uh your pits answer. I put red eye, which is coffee with a shot of espresso in it. Yeah. And so it's like a lot um, of caffeine. You have you have the base kind of caffeine, and then you got that, you got that freaking, you know, that little additive in there. That little yeah, something extra. Done, and I feel like the MXS has just that little something extra. hundred uh, percent. So like and it's uh and it's Technically, it's American. Um, I know it's Australian right now, but um, so yeah, you can do red eye, and then so I was that kind of played perfectly because an MXS is single, so you do uh, well. It's, so I would do a red eye for an MX two, which is a single shot of espresso, and then a black eye for an MXS, Ooh. which is two shots of espresso. Two shots. Yep. Yeah. So perfect. I, I love like it. that. Um, I like that. Let's finish. Right, with finally. Like, I, okay, I've, yeah, so I've, go. I've got Panzel Stodiker. You know what I just realized I didn't put on here was the game bird. Um, but uh, Panzel Stodiker. Panzel, I'm writing it down. I just kind of put them as one airplane. Damn. Fair enough. To, yeah, they're the same um, shit. Same shit, different toilet. <coughs> Excuse me. So, like, when I think of Panzel Stodiker, you can't think about, you can't stop but think about Boston Mike. Um, and then John Stodica was a boat builder. So there's kind of some aquatic things going on there. It's wood. Okay. So it might be a little oaky. Oh, this Ooh. is. Okay. Uh, it's not very fancy, but it's different. Um, it's very strong. This is tough. Do you have an answer already? I do. Can you give me your answer? I oh, wrote wait, no, down. I, have it. Co- I got it. Wait, okay. wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. You go. You go. Flat white. Ooh, flat white. That's a good one. Yeah. Can you explain to everybody what a flat white is? I, dude, I even so, forgot those existed. I haven't had a flat white in forever. Yeah, flat white um, depends on who makes it, but typically, like if you get a small, they'll probably only give you one shot. But like a typical flat white, two shots of espresso, steam milk, no foam. But yeah. typically, like you'll get a little bit of foam on the top, like a quarter inch, but it should be no foam. And I chose that because like. Huh, sorry, everybody. Got COVID. Um, um, the the shots of espresso are very, you know, should be very strong. It's got a strong motor and a strong airframe, but yeah. you know, the performance is a little milky compared to, like, say, an SC. Yeah. Wow, is that not a great answer? I didn't that's think it was going to be a great answer, but that's a great answer. That's a great Thank answer, you, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. That's a good answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote cold brew light roast with half and half. Cold brew, yes, yeah, it's milky, strong yeah. but milky. So yeah, I, um, a little bit. Add a little viscosity to it, a little creaminess to it. The light roast is higher caffeinated, um, and it's yeah. cold brew because it comes from a place that's fucking cold. All right, so 
was that the last of the because uh, I wanted to finish with one airplane. That's it. That's that's all I have okay. written down for that. I know there's several airplanes we left off the list. There's but, a million. Um, yeah. So um, let's finish with the S back. Ooh. And I okay. have the perfect answer for the S back. Okay. Um, it's a little mean. But, okay. Um, <laughs> so the S back, um, and you don't know, was bought by. Um, it was really a German airplane um, designed by somebody, um, and uh, super uh, full span ailerons, right? And yep. super high performance, blah blah blah. So to me, like you have to approach that airplane. You know, it's got super large, large control uh, surfaces, you know, all this other cool stuff. So to me, like, you got to approach that airplane, you know, you got to be not careful. Um, but, you know, you, you got to be a little cautious, right? And um, I'm going to, if I was going to relate that to a coffee, I would say the McDonald's hot coffee. Because if you drink it right away, you'll burn your freaking mouth. Okay. I like that. You spill it on your lap, you're going to die. I'm going to go with uh, the McDonald's coffee is really good. That's a really good you, one. You could steal it. Um, I mean, we, we got 40 million other these. So like, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's so many ways to go with this. Yeah. You don't want to be too mean because it's still a great airplane. It had an AD come out with the engine with the firewall, I believe. Right. The mounts, the mounts. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a sexy airplane. Yeah. It's all, you still, know, still a competitor too, man. Yeah. And don't forget, I'm gonna, like I'm see. Where am I gonna go with this? Super. It's a good airplane. It's a little strong. old. Strong. What about like a Rosetto shot? What's a Rosetto shot? It's like a like a um. It's a shot of espresso that a ristretto. Sorry, um, that like just pull it longer, so you just put okay. more water through it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. It's almost like an SC, but they 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 put bigger, longer control surfaces on it. Get it? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. I might actually go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a Christmas blend, dark roast from Pete's Coffee. I love it's it. It's just, it's not, it doesn't have the most caffeine, but it's going to make you work for it to drink it all the way because it's, it's a dark roast and it's just in, intense, but it doesn't give you as yeah. much energy as a light roast. It's like that. The S box going to make you work a little bit harder for it, but it'll right. give it to you. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I meant Lungo shot. Um, I don't know why I said Ristretto. I want to polar opposite. Um, it just sounded better. I guess. I don't know. My coffee. That's uh, pretty I'm, good. Hold the ristretto in a long time, but ristretto is really when you only pull in the uh, the first part of the shot. So, um, okay, is a little longer, but um, you get the picture. So yeah. Pete's Coffee. I don't even know what Pete's Coffee is. It's like a Starbucks. It's a chain out here. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like not a lot of people know about the SBAC. I get it. Even better. No, no. And and Pete's Pete's Coffee is like they're known for being just more like their light roast is like Starbucks dark roast. You know, they're there's they're more <laughs> intense in general. Nice. Yeah. So, Thank yeah, you. that's the game. Um, and shit, man, we can, uh, shit, we've been court- recording over an hour. You want to call this thing? I would love to call this thing. And I love to, I can't wait to record next time and get more into like 
like cap cap talk. I mean, look at all the cap models: cap tens, two thirty, two thirty ones, cap twenty ones, cap twenties. We yeah. didn't put uh, game bird. We didn't do. Um, there's a whole host of other pits that are arguably more notable than a pits S two C to put on this list. Um, yeah. No Giles. No. Uh, what else? Yaks. What else yeah. Laser. No yaks. No laser. Lasers. Um, there's a ton of other airplanes. Ultimate pits. Is. Yeah. Um, Model twelve. Oh my god, the Model Twelve! Oh freak! To me, so, Model Twelve is the Model Twelve. To me, screams cold, bro. Yeah, like American, but like, but like Russian, obviously. <laughs> but like, you know, um, yeah, and like yeah, we, have, the, we, uh, we have some work to do. Gen Pro, Gen Pro. Oh, oh poor, my god, that's poor, poor Gen Pro is going to get the worst. Oh god. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what Gen Pro is already. I've got the answer already. It's it's water, cold water, <laughs> pulled through a brewer because the thing's not turned on and it doesn't doesn't infuse with the coffee at all. So you get just this brown, cold piss water with no caffeine you know in it. <clears throat> exactly. I got one better because I still want to give it a little bit of caffeine, um, but like forgetful caffeine. Um, so you ever brew coffee on like a commercial brewer? So you have like the hoppers, you know, the baskets and you put this, yeah. that big filter in. Yep. So like, but there's automatic grinding. So you typically take that, like that thing that you, sh- that metal, I'm trying to describe this to people that, that don't know, uh, have never done it. Um, you take that metal hopper and you put it into the grinder and you press a button and it, and it grinds coffee to a certain amount. Then you take it out of the grinder and you put it into this, um, the brewer and it, it brews drip coffee. So to me, like the gen pro would be like, if you took the hopper, and you didn't put the paper filter in, grinded coffee beans into it, and then put it into the coffee machine to brew coffee without, without a filter. <laughs> it would be yeah. awful. So that just fits. Awful. Just awful, but you would still drink it if you needed it. Yeah. Like if somebody <laughs> dumped a Gen Pro in my lap, I'd probably use it for firewood. I'd no, be um, curious. <laughs> I'd buy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. It sucks because, like, I feel like Ad- that guy, Adrian, I feel like he's probably a super nice guy, but you know, our massage got the best of him and just trolled yes. the fuck out of him. Yes. And then and the way he reacted, which is like, you can't blame the guy for getting all pissed off, but like, it was just so like, uh, I don't even remember half it to be honest, but it was like, silly. it really took away from it. You know, like it kind of almost represented the airplane uh by that ad because <laughs> it's like it's a kind of it that kind of it's a cool looking airplane i mean i've heard i've spoken to, to somebody who's flown it um and they didn't like it that they didn't like it uh they didn't hate it but like you know like 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 keep saying it um it's hard when somebody <laughs> flies an sc like when you fly a 330 sc it's the it's corn you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best so like it's hard to like go from an SC to flying something that's not as good and say like this player this player plane's amazing. It's like, well, it's not an SC. And there's no yeah. fault against you know the airplane or you know the person saying the SC is great because it is great. So the SC really set the bar high and it's gonna be it's hard for an airplane, you know, because it's what do you need? You need high fast, you need a super high roll rate, you don't want to be too slick in the box, you want a slow speed roll rate. 
you want, you know, great power to weight ratio. Uh, you want the airplane big enough so it can present well. Um, so it's not fundamentally like you have a checklist that really isn't too long. So when extra figured out the recipe, you know, it's like, how do you make, you know, a, a marinara sauce better when you already had the best marinara sauce? You can't add yeah. stuff to it because then it's not a marinara sauce. How do you perfect perfection? Yeah, exactly. And it happened. We sound like such a bunch of dickheads right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's end this bad boy for this week, dude. This was a great episode. Love it. I love it. Thank you guys uh, for listening. Thank you for Flip uh, Aviation for supporting the podcast, supporting uh, so many things. Supporting Tequila Cup this weekend, which is kicking off um, today. I think I think they had practice yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Um, so shout out to everybody out there. FlipAviationUSA.com. Use the promo code FISO CHIP for 5% off. Buy some stuff. Um, there's some stuff uh, interesting stuff that I mean that I can't talk about. But, uh, um, I think, I think everybody will enjoy it. I've heard, I've heard some tidbits on. Some tidbits on. Um, we'll get some shirts. We'll buy some shirts. I think we should merch. Merch. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it, guys. Um, thank you for listening and uh, listening. And until next week. Talk to you all next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 